Hit me Echo Valley 
sound of first class in the record of beats, baby. Yeah, man.
The band is first class. The song is Beach Baby. This is Professor Bubblegum. You're listening to Echo Valley as we spend a day at the beach. I'm gonna wake you up early cause I'm gonna take a ride with you. We're going down to the Honda shop. I'll tell you what we're gonna do. Put on a ragged sweatshirt. I'll take you anywhere you want me to. First gear, it's all right. the Hondells with their Beach Boy sound uh, singing about their little Honda. Uh, we're out at the beach today <laughs> in Echo Valley and uh, there are those hardy boys again showing off out in the water. I know love is a very dangerous game to be playing But here I am little girl and this time I'm staying I'm taking the plunge and I'm willing to bet on forever Don't waste time being clever Let love
now for a Beach Boys double 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 double. I'm thinking about it this over. Less rock, 
More gum. Echo Valley. Sandy, Sandy baby. I could never want another girl. You're my Sandy, Sandy baby. You mean all the world to me, my lady. Every time you're around, I get the feeling that you could be mine forevermore. I think we.
your groovy girl Throw your cares away It's a groovy world So come on So come on Groovy summertime And the sun is out And the sun is out Do I have to tell you summertime beach music that's the love generation and groovy summertime before that it was the archies it's the summertime and before the archies we heard from a group called typically tropical in their beach song sandy i'm professor bubblegum this is echo valley you know i'm the mayor i'm also the librarian of course and it is time for our dramatic reading i have in front of me a comic book here from the library it's um, what we call a funny book and uh, this funny book is entitled The Partridge Family. It's a Partridge Family summer special funny book. It's issue number five, and it's a giant issue that cost a quarter. And that's because of the extra pages they needed for various pinups of Partridge Family. Uh, I'm going to read uh, from a story in this issue of the Partridge Family comic book from 1971 entitled Laurie's Decision. <clears throat> She's thinking, me, a movie star? But how can I leave the group? And uh, there's a flashback now, as we understand from the narrator. It all started on a Saturday afternoon at Malibu, where Laurie was on the beach as a weekend guest of a girlfriend. And uh, Laurie's in a uh, tasteful swimsuit, and she's lying on a blanket, and she's thinking, what a delicious day. No smog in sight. Could soak up the sun all day. But I've goofed off long enough. I'd better get back to the house and help uh, Carol prepare lunch. Laurie was unaware that she had been under the scrutiny of a very important Hollywood motion picture producer. And then we see a very important Hollywood motion picture producer 
uh, in a swimsuit. He has no shirt on, and he's lying on his blanket, and he's looking at Laurie, and he's thinking, she'd be perfect. As she started to leave, Miss, could I talk to you a moment? My name is Brace McGee. I'm looking for a young lead for a new film I'm producing. And Laurie says, oh, mother warned me about your type. And you believe all old wives' tales? Baby, I'm not putting you on. This is for real. I can see I'm not coming through. Look, Monday, how about calling my studio and checking out my credentials? Your name is? And Laurie says, Laurie Partridge. Unfortunately, however, Monday is two days away, and your studio switchboard is closed until then. Right, Mr. McGee? And then a, a woman up on the hill says to, towards them both, Hi, Brace. How's your new flick coming along? Lori, time for lunch. This must be Lori's friend Carol, who seems to know both of them. And the producer says, Carol, if you'll vouch for me, I think I've located my star. And Carol says to herself, thinks, lucky girl. Lori, you lucky girl. Here I live right next door to Brace McGee, and he doesn't even notice me. You come to visit for a weekend, and look what happens. And Laurie says, and he's really legit? And how, says Carol. I told you he's one of Hollywood's newest and hottest producers. Now that the two of them are talking alone now without the producer around. Carol goes on to say, Laurie, you'll be winning an Oscar in no time, acting in the relevant, meaningful type of films that he produces. And now Laurie's uh, by herself uh, getting ready for bed, looking in the mirror, and she says, but it'll mean leaving the singing group. That evening, Laurie received a telephone call from Brace McGee, insisting that he take her to the movie studio on Monday for a screen test. What to do? I'd better call Mom. And Laurie's on her bed with her telephone, and she's calling her mother. Mom, can you believe it? He's taking me to the studio Monday. And Mom says, I'm very proud for you, Laurie, but we're supposed to be on the road Monday. Oh, that's right. We've got one-nighters all next week. Well, Mom, what should I do? Honey, can't you postpone this? I wish it were that simple, Mom, but Mr. McGee is so eager to run the screen test. Well, Lori, I've signed the contracts. We've got to leave early Monday morning. But, honey, perhaps you could stay at Carol's until Tuesday and somehow join us then. You'd be missed at our Monday gig, but we'd somehow make it one night without you. Honey, you decide what to do. Next morning, after a restless night, Hello? Mr. McGee? I'm not your answer. Carol thinks I'm out of my tree, but I simply can't accept your groovy offer. Guess I'm just a believer in another old wives' tale. That one can't serve two masters. My obligation to my family comes on stronger than a screen career, I'm afraid. Now, the uh, Partridges don't know about Laurie's decision. And they're at home being very sad. It says, sadness prevailed at the Partridge home. Danny's saying, I'm not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same if Lori's a big movie star. And then uh, Chris thinks, yeah, she'll sure not want to bother hitting the road with us anymore. We've got to do something. And then Danny uh, realizes something, and he regains his spirits. Wait, no matter how hard you try, you can't bend a cracker or a female's mind. So why try to fight the impossible? We'll take advantage of the brighter side of the situation. We're Lori's family, aren't we? And we're performers. Well, 
we'd be tough as a supporting cast in her picture. That evening, a contented Laurie smiled a little easier and sang a little louder, for she really wanted only to keep on performing as a member of the first family of rock. And then Laurie says to herself, I'm truly the happiest girl in the world. I've got the sun shining in my hands. You've got the sun shining in your hands. We've got the sun shining in our hands. Now let it shine all over this land. You've got to love, love one another. Whoa, shine, shine on your brother and the whole world will discover in the arms of every woman and man you've got the sun shine in our hands i've got the sun shine in my hands you've got the sun shine in your hands now let it shine all over this land Valley Time Machine looks for the birth of Bubblegum Pop and travels back, back in, time. in time. Time, time, time. From 1965, here's Carol Connors singing one of the many great beach songs that she wrote.
Connor's songs, uh, that was Yum Yum Yamaha, written to uh, promote the Yamaha motorcycle. And uh, before that, uh, Carol Connor's uh, song, Lonely Little Beach Girl. We're featuring Carol Connor's on our beach episode because uh, she was a songwriter and singer, had her own records under her various names, uh, and uh, wrote a lot of uh, beach songs and car songs for the beach groups and car groups of the 19. 19- 60s. Uh, you've heard Carol Connors before. Uh, you may know her from this song. But you certainly have heard her on this record. And she wrote the lyrics to this movie song.
known for having Elvis Presley as her first boyfriend, let's listen to another great one from Carol Connors. We can't find him at the beaches or the drags in his car. Sammy's the new chair of the boulevard. And it all struck it too. Here comes Sammy down the avenue. He's got the sharpest little board in the neighborhood. With roller derby wheels and mahogany wood. He's out every afternoon rolling them down. He's a leader of the sidewalk surfers in our
The Passing of the Torch. Songs from this generation carrying on the tradition of bubblegum pop. From 1977, The Ramones and Rockaway Beach. The Ramones wrote that song, Rockaway Beach, to sound like some bubblegum Beach Boys. Speaking of bubblegum Beach Boys, let's hear some more. Bye. 
Soon I'm gonna have to get my knife and 
Express adding some sunshine holiday fun to our beach party. And time has passed. I'm certainly glad you came by to uh, check out the beach here in Echo Valley and the sun sinking into the west now and uh, time to end our fun beach day. I want to remind you that you can get in touch with me, Professor Bubblegum. I have what they call an electronic mail address. It's professorbubblegum at hotmail.com. I'm also on the Facebook. That's a social network, and you can find me there at the Echo Valley page called Echo Valley, the original Bubblegum Music Podcast. And we're on the Twitter. I don't know what that is. Uh, Kid Bubblegum runs that. And by the way, Kid Bubblegum is all gung-ho about this idea of building a stage in the middle of the Sapodillo field outside of town. I'll keep you posted on how he's coming with that crazy idea of his. He thinks it will attract big bubblegum acts to the area. We'll see how that works. Uh, You can get uh, the tweets from Kid Bubblegum. The address there is at Bubblegum Music. That's at bubblegum underscore music. Thanks for visiting. Hope you'll come back soon. Let's uh, listen now to 1910 Fruit Gum Company as they play us out on our wonderful day at the beach on Echo Valley. Blue eyes and orange skies shining down on me.